By the way, I'm, I am going to Vegas. We are going to Vegas. Not staying at the Murder Hotel. You decided against it. Completely against it, yes. Oh, but you know, it's Fifth Row Fridays this week. Are we doing? Oh, today's the day. Today's the day. 3.30 is the pop quiz. Uh, something from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and today. Answer all five questions. you got a pair of tickets in the fifth row for Lakers Miami January 3. So keep on listening, paying attention. Do we have a question for today yet? I don't know. Not yet. I don't think so. Not yet. Uh, Greg, the one, the one that you just sent me, I like a lot. You like a lot? Okay. Yeah, well, it, we could use that or we could use something else. Yeah. We'll all right. find out. Could be okay. up for grabs. Up for grabs. I got a we'll question. Go to 3.30. Sorry. One, before you get to o'clock holiday, Brian, there's a question in the YouTube chat. Are you wearing a shirt with a picture of your fiance on it? Yeah, I am, actually. Are you really? <laughs> how, did, how did that come about? I got it uh, last night, a little first night of Hanukkah gift. So, you know, how to. How oh, to so did she give it to you? Wait a second. Okay, wait, wait a second. So, this wait is a minute, Allison. Brian, there's so many questions. Here. <laughs> okay, so this what? is Allison, and then there are five pictures of Allison right. on the. Did, uh, uh, wait a minute. Did Allison give it to you? Is it a gift from her to you? Yes, it was. She oh. That is you. such a baller move. <laughs> she gave you a present of her. Self on a shirt. That is, yep, it's I, a where I, it is, baby. I, I, I was just, like, all right. I just love that. That is so, <laughs> Mace, she, that's something you would do. It is. <laughs> that's yeah, that's right? amazing. Oh, that yes. is awesome, man. Did you get her a hat with your with your no, picture on I it? No, I missed the ball. So. Yeah. What did what did you get? This her ranks for? right up there oh, with the birthday cake of Mason's yet, so. face. Yeah, no, that's that's brilliant. Yeah. That's brilliant. All right, let's do two o'clock call today. Let's go to Scooter in L.A. Scooter, you're on seven ten. Good afternoon. Okay. All right. Mr. Ireland, I have a question for you. Yes. You know, I mean, well, you know, um, was, was Stu, was Stu and Bill, they didn't get to do the game last night because it was Correct. on, like, uh, TNT, TNT and right. it was. Right. But you, luckily you did. But really my question to you is, um, like, you did the, the, the 2020, um, you know, when they went to the finals and the ball went one. I know right. you did it, but I don't, I, if I'm correct, you wasn't there. You, you did it remotely. Correct. Uh, we now, did that. We, Scooter, I, we did wanna, that. Uh, we did that from LA. Wh- yeah. Which one did you wh- did you enjoy most doing? Uh, the 2020 bubble uh, games or the games last year when they went all the way to the final? Mm. But you were there and doing the games. Oh, that's interesting. Had to, had to that's cry. a great question. It is a good question. Thank um, you. The answer the answer is 2020 because it resulted in a title. Yeah. Uh, it is always better to be there in person so i i'm not devaluing the run to the final four last year but anytime the lakers win a title that's where you want to be uh because only one team gets to celebrate at the end and that year it was us now if you remember those games back during the pandemic we didn't even know if there was going to be a bubble so michael and i would have done games from a broom closet if you were going to let us, because we didn't think there was going to be a season. We thought the whole season would get canceled when they shut down the season in March. So the fact that we get to come back, announce a title, even though we didn't get to be there, I would, so I don't duck your question. I would pick that one. I'd pick 2020. Uh, Let's, uh, let's do one more. Jeremy in Murrieta. Jeremy, you're on 710. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, guys. How you doing? Great. Hi, Jeremy. Oh, how you doing? Let him, let him, let him, let him stay. It's actually right. Jerry, and Jerry. I was okay, listening to—I was listening to an interview with uh, Ned Coletti, formerly right. of the Dodgers. Right, yeah. great guy. And he, we love him. He was, yes, he was saying that this deal may not be done, and it may be a negotiating ploy to get the Dodgers to up the ante. Oh, I like the way Ned Coletti is thinking. And by the way, 
one thing Mason and I have learned over the years, it is not a done deal until you get them to sign on the line that is dotted. Exactly. A, B, C. Always be closing. Always be C, closing. Always be closing. Having said that, Mace. Yes. Why would he be flying to Toronto today if he wasn't going to sign it? He wants to tell them personally, thank you for the offer, but no. No, he doesn't. (laughs) He's just taking a little trip out there. The writing is on the wall. Vacation? Yeah, exactly. He just likes the atmosphere Pretty this time of year. It's very clean. December in Toronto? You've been in Toronto in December, right? Oh, it's, yeah. Beautiful. Uh, It is very cold. Yep. (laughs) It is beautiful. What did I say about Toronto? Mace, have you ever been to Toronto? Yes. My brother got married in Toronto. Okay, Toronto is New York, but cleaner. That's the best way to describe Toronto. It it looks like New York City, but it's super clean. It's clean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, By the way, the latest, and he talked about Ned Clay. I don't know, you know, Ned thinks it's not done. It's clearly not. Uh, but John Paul Morosi, who's a great baseball writer, and this is the tweet from about an hour ago, Shohei Otani en route to Toronto today, representative of his agency, CNA, CAA, will not comment uh, when asked about Otani's travel plans. At this hour, Otani does not have a signed agreement with any Major League Baseball team. But again, en route to Toronto right now. I mean, it all right. sounds like he's going to be there. That's what it looks like. He's Although there's a, there's a saying that one of my bosses t- told me that uh, – that I've always remembered it because it's turned out to be right. Um, when you think you have a deal done, but it's not signed, buckle your chin strap because somebody's about to get hit. He said, you got to get it signed. And so until it's signed, I guess we still have a chance. So the way that this all worked out, like a couple hours ago, uh, J.P. Hornstra put it out there on Dodgers Nation that it was done. It was a done deal. Do you think that and in any way, John, that that's without we know that Shohei is very secretive, that somebody could have possibly leaked it to him and then he put it out and that's he sees that as a leak and he doesn't want to do it anymore? No. Well, JP is leaving traditional media and going to Dodgers Nation. This is and, and I would think he's taken a swing here that he probably has some intel that he trusts. And it's not done, but he is making a move out of traditional media into non-traditional media. So if he's right, that's a big feather in his cap. So yeah. I think that might be going on there. Right. But if he's wrong, which doesn't well, seem like it's going to be. I, I think, by the way, it sounds like he did have something. It, it sounds like he's right. And by the way, at the same time he was doing that, um, there, I, you know, I, I was talking to everybody's talking. Everybody's got sort of the same take on this thing, that it's not done but it's very close, and if he's on his way to Toronto, and we saw another note, three o'clock press conference. It couldn't be, couldn't be, fifty minutes from now, could it? Just pop up on a press conference? I doubt it. I think that was probably premature. Yeah, most of these things are premature. The whole the whole report was premature. It's too uh, soon to do it. It well, just was. When it's done, it's done. Like if if Ramona well, makes that on. would be six o'clock Friday is the definition of a Friday news dump. It really which is. Was what, which is what Shohei would probably love. Yep. Can there be too big of a name to be a Friday news dump? Uh oh, sure. sure. Stuff stuff does get covered. I mean, but the reality is the the excitement would happen on a weekday, not on a weekend. You know, nobody's 
you know, we none of us are doing our shows. Nobody's really doing shows. It'll show yeah, up that on would national actually radio. be more Shohei if he does it like tomorrow morning. Yeah, exactly. What if he did it right in the middle of the finals? Like LeBron's, it's the Lakers are down by one. There's only 12 seconds I left. A and then Otani announces. A baseball player did that. Baseball asks, A-Rod. don't announce. It was A-Rod. During the World Series. It was that Eddie announces yep. extension with the Yankees yeah, during the World Series. That is so A-Rod. <laughs> exactly. Look at me. Look the at most, me. The most A-Rod thing ever. <laughs> hey, can I do a uh, hail fellow well met yeah, do real it. quick here? Um, we're buddies with Patrick O'Neill, who works at Bally's. Great guy. Um, and uh, Patrick used to come on the show every once in a while. Does a lot of stuff with the uh, – does a lot of hockey. Angels, does a lot of Kings, and, Ducks, yeah. Angels. Yeah, he's actually uh, turned out to be a really good play-by-play guy when he gets to do that for the Angels. Um, he is the son of Ryan O'Neill, the legendary actor, the guy from Love Story and Paper Moon. And Ryan passed away today at mm, the age of 82. Oh, 82. And uh, so we're thinking about you, Patrick. And uh, – and very sorry for your loss. Yes. And what a great run for Ryan O'Neill. Man. Yeah. Yeah. He had a lifetime of, of being, you know, he's 82. I think he probably did Love Story when he was in his 20s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been a while. And Love Story, yeah, that was a gigantic phenomenon when it came out. It was him and Ali McGraw, who I, who I saw, I, I guess maybe last year sometime in a yoga class, and she looks amazing. Ali McGraw is just as yeah, beautiful today has. as she, as she was then. Up. I don't know who that is. Oh, she's absolutely great. I know the name. I know the name, but I just One can't of those beautiful her. actresses ever. Yeah, just, just really? beautiful. Ever. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen her. All right, so we're going to do Matthew Berry next. Matthew Berry's coming up? Yep, Matthew okay. Berry's coming up. So if you've got a fantasy football question, jump in here, 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-ESPN. We like this to be a simple, should I play this guy or should I play that guy? Make it easy for Matthew, and he will help you out. You can also tweet inside the Mafia. Go to uh, uh, Twitter, search the Communities tab for Mason and Ireland Mafia, and we will answer your questions there. Again, this or that with Matthew Barry next. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. All right, time to talk about Mirror Audio Video in Westwood. Mirror has been serving L.A. sports fans for more than 40 years. Why? Isaac and Roy and the team at Mirror can deliver for you products and services that the others just don't offer. Cutting edge home automation from Crestron, Lutron, and Control 4. You want to have one-touch control over everything? From your pool to your lights to your window shades, Mirror is the place. Better, faster Wi-Fi, gotta be Mirror. Plus, and I can't stress this enough, world-class customer service. You know when you call some big company and they put you in phone jail? Not going to happen with Mirror. Try it right now. Trust me. 310-234-4010. 310-234-4010. You call, Isaac or Roy picks up, and just like that, you're taken care of. Tell them Mason and Ireland sent you. They'll hook you up for sure. That's Mirror Audio Video in Westwood. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, we got an update. Matthew Barry here in a minute. Bob Nightingale. Shohei Otani, this is four minutes ago, is not in Toronto. No. Otani is not on a flight to Toronto. Otani is at home in Southern California. And did you see Jim Bowden, our guy Jim Bowden? What did he say? One more time, Otani is not in Toronto. There is no agreement anywhere. No decision is imminent. People need to stop lying and guessing he has not made a decision. Again, carry on. Carry on! And we will! With our friend Matthew Burry, the talented Mr. Roto, who I'm sure has got insight onto, into where Shohei Otani is going <laughs> to sign. Matthew, where is he, where is he signing? I think he's going to the Lakers, that's, guys, that's is beautiful. what I personally think. Perfect. Beautiful. I think that's just a, uh, just the kind of curveball that would be good. All right, so for people who don't know, Matthew yeah. was a Lakers season ticket holder for many, many years. Do you even know how many years you had Lakers season tickets, Matthew? 14. Okay, 14-year season ticket holder. Did you watch yep. the complete domination by the Purple and Gold last night at the inaugural Las Vegas in-season tournament? I caught the highlights, if I'm being honest, because it's my job. I instead, sadly, had to watch the Patriots and Steelers. <laughs> oh, God. You well, are a good employee, that's, sir. That's like punishment, isn't it? It is. But, you know, when you do a fantasy football podcast and you have to talk about that game the next day, you don't get to, I hear you know, that. you, you got to watch the games. Hey, Matthew, I said, some, I said something last hour that I'm curious to get your opinion on. I think the Rams can hang with the Ravens this weekend. I know they're seven-and-a-half-point underdogs, but – Rams have won three games in a row. They're playing really well. The weather's going to be lousy. Lamar Jackson's sick. Am I crazy to suggest that that's a, a close game and that I, if I was betting, I would take the Rams and, and the points? Yeah, I don't think that's crazy at all. Like, I mean, you know, it's a 40-point it's a over-under, so you're expecting not a ton of points to be scored here as well. Um, the positives on the Ravens' side of the ball is that they're off the bye. They've had two weeks to prepare, but to your point, Rams have played really good against quarterbacks so far as well. Rams have the fourth-best run defense in the NFL over the last month. And so how, how effective can this Ravens passing attack be without Mark Andrews? Um, you know, it's been, a, it's been candidly, it's inconsistent. They've been able to run the ball well and play good defense. But, you know, uh, Puka fully healthy, Cooper Cup, they got Kyron Williams back. The, the Rams offense has really kind of hit its stride here the last couple of weeks. And so – uh, I don't think you're crazy to think that uh, the Rams can hang with the Ravens. You've always yeah, no, been, I, I think it'll be a close game. You've always been a big fan of, as you call him, Little Cooper Cup. Um, yes. Puka has sort of taken the primary role. How do you view Cooper Cup now in the context of a Rams offense that's got Puka Nakua? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think you're still starting Cooper Cup, but it's been frustrating, certainly, I, I think probably for um, both Cup and the Rams. I mean, he just hasn't been healthy. He hasn't seemed right. Um, they are taking deeper shots to Nakua. Uh, I will tell you in terms of this week specifically, I have Nakua 
at wide receiver 19, Cup at wide receiver 21. So I have them both as sort of low-end wide receivers too. Ravens are a top-five pass defense over the last four weeks, um, and they've been so run-centric, the Rams have. Uh, they've been so good with Kyron Williams. How much volume is really going to be there? No Tyler Higby on Sunday, so the expectation here is that they will throw a little bit. And to your point, John, they are uh, over a touchdown underdog. So the points are a little bit more here, but uh, it definitely feels like if I was drafted today for the rest of the season, as to who am I picking if I'm picking Cup or Nakua first, that's a tough one. Uh, just because it does feel like Nakua currently has the bigger playability, and that feels like to me, you guys are there every day, you tell me if I'm off race here, but just doesn't feel like Cup is 100% healthy. It feels like he's just... I agree with you. Yeah, he yeah. just does. He just doesn't seem right. Hasn't seemed right uh, so so far this year. Hopefully, he turns that around. All right, so we got a bunch of people uh, with fantasy uh, dilemmas. I will start with a friend of mine who's got Baker Mayfield and Justin Fields. Is that an easy choice? It is, and it's Justin Fields. You know, I mean, like Fields has been so good. I'm the QB six. Um, you know, he's had over a hundred yards rushing in three straight games against the Detroit Lions as well. They're, the Lions' defense is really beat up. They're really beat up these days. And so Fields, who's had you know a pretty good game against the Lions a couple of weeks ago when they played, I, I think it's Fields, and I don't think it's particularly close. Matthew, there, there's a couple of big games this weekend. That, you know, that you got the Cowboys and the Eagles, and you got the Bills and the Chiefs. It came out today that Isaiah Pacheco is not going to play mm-hmm. for the Chiefs. How significant is that? And if you wanted to take a running back in that Kansas City offense, who do you give? Who do you think the carries are going to? Well, you know, I'm just going to trust Andy Reid here, who said Clyde Edwards-Helaire is the next man up. You know, I'm nervous about Pacheco. It's a big injury. I mean, Pacheco's been a really terrific fantasy running back all season long. He's going to miss this game. And when asked, when Andy Reid was asked, is Pacheco going to go to IR? Is he a candidate for the IR? Andy Reid said, we'll see. Not a, nah, he'll be back next week. I mean, just we'll see lets me know that the fact that it's even a possibility, that it's, def, you know, that it's not a definite no, makes you concerned here. You'll see some Jarek McKinnon. Uh, I think you remember last year they didn't use him a lot, and then they ramped up his usage as they headed toward the playoffs. They like him as a pass catcher out of the backfield. But, but McKinnon's run last year, which was magical and won a lot of people fantasy titles, including me. I have three different teams that I – Completely credit to Jarek McKinnon's run over the second uh, half of last year towards the stretch. But it was, it was kind of fueled by nine touchdowns. He had this kind of crazy touchdown luck last year that I think is hard to sustain. It'll be a committee, but I, my guess is that it's probably 65 to 35% touches, CEH to McKinnon. For whatever it's worth, I picked up both in leagues that I could, but where, in leagues where I had to pick one up, I chose CEH over McKinnon. I just think he's got the better chance at touchdown. All right, let me throw some at you off the, uh, off the Twitter. Uh, let me see here. How about Raheem Mostert uh, versus Jerome Ford? Raheem Mostert, not close. Okay. Um, we got uh, Seiko wants to know, Matthew, do I, do I even think about starting Trevor Lawrence or just go with Joe Flacco? I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to play. Do you? I do. Actually, wow! I think he's going to play. I think he's going to play. He's officially listed as questionable. He was out there. He's in a knee brace, but he's out. There. I mean, the fact that he's walking around, um, I think, is really impressive. I think about that Thursday game against the Saints early in the season. 
remember, like, Trevor Lawrence didn't practice all week. He also, same thing, he was banged up, and he's there in this knee brace, and we're like, oh, he's on the road on a short week against the Saints, who at the time were playing really good defense. And Lawrence went out and had a really good game. And so, given everything that's at stake here, um, I I think it's more likely than not that Lawrence plays. I think he's going to give it a go. He's uh, Doug Peterson saying he's a game-time decision. But, you know, the fact that – here's the other thing. C.J. Beathard's hurt. Yeah. C.J. Beathard is banged up. He's questionable as well. They definitely do not want to go to their third string. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, uh, I kind of like – I kind of like the – by the way, the Jags are three-point underdogs in this one. I kind of like the Jags plus three because – there's a we you know there's a fifty fifty shot that Lawrence plays and I actually my gut says that he does. All right, let me go to Alex and West Covina. Alex, you're on seven ten. Good afternoon for Matthew Berry. So flex wide receiver Rasheed Rice or Zay Flowers. I'm going to go with Zay Flowers. I get the question, uh, but um, Zay Flowers is really both guys are. By the way, I, I I like both guys quite a bit. That should be a shootout against the uh, – that absolutely should be a shootout against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the over-under, by the way, in that game, 40, uh, 47. So it's – you know, they're expecting um, – I'm sorry, 49. They're expecting uh, just a ton of points um, in that particular game. And so I, I don't think you can sort of, you know, quote-unquote, screw this one up. But for whatever it's worth, I have Zay Flowers at 25. Uh, I have Rasheed Rice uh, further down in the, in the 30s here. I just – um, I'm sorry, I'm at, uh, I'm at uh, 27, so um, just a little bit past him. Uh, what I would say is, is I think it's close, but I, just, I think Flowers, just the usage we saw before the game and the fact that, like we talked about, the Rams have such a good run defense, I don't think they're going to be able to run on L.A., so I think they're going to have to throw, and Flowers has been getting a lot of looks from Lamar Jackson feels like he's the preferred target here. Okay, Lavelle, um, Lavelle, uh, wants, Lavelle wants to know uh, Justin Fields or C.J. Stroud. Fields, not close. Not close. Uh, how about flex spot? Elijah Moore, Drake London, or Alexander Madison? Uh, Elijah Moore. Assume, I'm assuming Joe Flacco is starting. He got 12 targets last week, and Amari Cooper is no guarantee to play. Elijah Moore. Damian Pierce or Miles Sanders? Oh, God. That's Damian terrible. Pierce. Yeah. But go to the waiver wire and pick up CEH. Brees yep. Hall or Raheem Mostert? Mostert. Hall looks like he's going to play. It, he's questionable, but he's been banged up all week. Again, I prefer Mostert. I know Tennessee's got a tough uh, run defense, but the Dolphins' offense is just so good. Okay, last uh, last one. This guy's got a really, really great luxury. He gets to start two of these guys. Justin Jefferson, Mike Evans, Debo Samuel. Wow. That's, wow, that is, um, that's crazy. I, I mean, you know, I don't think he can screw it up. But I mean, just to give you an idea, I have Evans at nine, Jefferson at ten, Debo at eleven. Wow! <laughs> so this guy cannot mess up. I don't think he can. I don't think he can screw it up here. I, here's what I'm going to say. I, if, I definitely think you got to start Mike Evans. AJ Terrell is not going to play for the Falcons. Their entire secondary is just so beat up. I just, I think Evans has a big game against Atlanta. So now it's like. The argument, the, the anti-Jefferson argument is just we haven't seen him yet. We haven't seen him back yet. We haven't seen him with Dobbs. We don't know if it's going to be limited, anything like that. The anti-argument with, with um, Debo is just, you know, they're almost two touchdown favorites over the Seahawks here. And so, uh, you know, how much work does Debo really need uh, at home against the Seahawks? You could see them taking it easy. 
I think I would probably still bench Debo. I just it's hard for me to bench Jefferson. I think first game back they're going to try to get him involved, and that with the Niners, you know, you've got Debo and Ayuk and Kittle and McCaffrey, and they've just got so many weapons. There's a chance that uh, that after Debo had such a big game against the Eagles, you know, they try to feed somebody else in this one. But like I said, I don't think you can screw it up because I think all three have big games on Sunday. Okay, Matthew, um, as anybody who listens to the show knows, I love your love-hate column. You let Mason write the love-hate column a couple weeks ago if people want to go online and read that. The subject of your love-hate column this week is Jack Posnack, who it's his birthday today. Um, In in an abbreviated version, because I want people to read the article, who is Jack Posnack? Jack Posnack uh, celebrated his 18th birthday yesterday, and he should be dead. Um, he has a very, very rare disease called FD. Um, I can't pronounce, but it's, it, the nickname of it is FD. There's only 350 people worldwide that have this disease. And the reason is, is because when you have this disease, you usually die. The life expectancy of a child born with FD is three to five years. And so the fact that Jack is 18 years old wow. as of yesterday is kind of a modern miracle to begin with. There's no known cure. Um, as well, it's just a, it's like, it's a horrific, awful mm. disease. And so it involves fantasy football as well. He's an incredible kid. Um, there's a link in there. If you go to the, if you go to the rotoworld.com, or if you just honestly search, uh, if you go to YouTube and you search sports center, uh, Jack attack, Matthew Berry, something like that, you'll see it. We did a SC featured back in the day when I was at ESPN on Jack, where we interviewed him and it's, it's a five, but it's well worth your time if you don't uh, end up getting to read the article. But I think the story's better. But um, uh, yeah, he's a special kid, and uh, it's great. special yeah. story to me. It's a great, it's a great article, great read. The, my, you know, Matthew, my, and you know how much I love you as a writer. My favorite part about the article were the pictures of Jack, and he's got that smile that lights up the room, and yeah. uh, and and so it's it's absolutely worth people to check out. Go to NBCSports.com. Uh, or just Google Matthew Berry Love Hate and it'll come up. But uh, you nailed it again, my friend. Really well done. I appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, that one was a special one. I uh, really appreciate don't it. Don't forget, you can sign up for the uh, Fantasy Life newsletter. I You you do it, and uh, you'll thank us later. Great information every single day in your inbox. Uh, all over Peacock, you've got Fantasy Football Happy Hour. You've got the Sunday morning Fantasy Football pregame show. Am I missing anything? I don't think you have. I mean, Fantasy Football Happy Hour is available wherever you get podcasts. And if you want that newsletter, fantasylife.com. For, by the way, also a bunch of free fantasy tools. The whole site's 100% free. By the way, Mace, did you see who Matthew's, uh, what running back Matthew loves the most this week? No. Kyron Williams, baby. Kyron Williams, yeah. (laughs) Let's go. All right. Hey, Matthew, great talking to you. As always, appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week, man. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Thanks, right, Matthew. The talented Mr. Roto, Matthew Barrett. All right, Momo's going to check in next. I haven't talked to Beautiful. Momo in a while. Uh, she, see if she knows anything about Shohei Otani. Uh, from, from what we understand now, Bob Nightingale says Shohei Otani is not on an airplane. That's what I'm talking He's about. He's not on his way to Toronto. That's the news we're looking for. Hey, matter of fact, maybe all these Toronto reporters that you were reading earlier that say go, done deal, going to Blue Jays, press conference at 6, maybe they are making the mistake that you oh, are accusing Dave Roberts right. of in letting the cat out of the bag. Yeah. That's what I was trying to then say. Then we have J.P. Horns to the thank. To thank. Right. Well, way to go, J.P. Well done, J.P. All right, uh, we'll do uh, – well, Momo in here next time. We'll do some WhatsApp. Don't forget, one hour from right now, 
your chance to win fifth row seats to see Lakers versus Miami January 3 at Crypto.com Arena. Um, you've got to be able to answer a question about each show this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all the way through today. We've already, the question is already out there. I'm just going to tell you right now. The question is already out there for today. So good luck. That's one hour from right now. Mason in Ireland, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. What if I told you... What if she told us? What's her story? What if I told you... She is very impressive. I'm really impressive. Uh, Mason in Ireland, 710 ESPN, <laughs> and the great Momo Shelburne's online. Momo, what's up? How you going, boys? Hi, Ramona. Hey, Momo, hey, set, settle an argument for us. Mason and Bergman both feel that if Shohei Otani signs with someone other than the Dodgers, that there will be fallout for Dave Roberts for talking about that meeting. I, I don't think his bosses loved that he did that, but I don't think there'll be fallout. For example, I don't think he'll get fired or lose his job or anything close to being that serious. What do you but, think? Hold on. Just make sure I said I don't think that's what it is if it comes out that that was a part of it. Right. So, in other words, there's if, a, there is a qualifier. If, somewhere, if there's a story that comes along somewhere that says, yeah, it was Dave Roberts that tipped it to Toronto, that I guess that's the scenario, Momo. I don't think there's any world in which Dave Roberts is the deciding factor, but I definitely think that they were none too pleased with him. And if they lose him, that is a convenient narrative that um, I, I think it's fair, to be honest. I think no he's really bad that he did that. I really wow. think it was like, I mean, I'm, listen, this is a very, we have this whole conversation in and around Kawhi Leonard, right? Right. Um, you know, the first rule of Kawhi Club is that you don't talk about Kawhi Club, right? Like, don't talk <laughs> Okay? Magic Johnson. And I was, yeah. And and was reporting on that story very closely. You would talk to people behind the scenes, and they would all say the same thing. Like, we just really can't talk about it right now. On, on, on like, all the teams involved. There were several teams involved. The people who would talk about it were the teams that were not involved, right? Because they were not part of Kawhi Club. And I remember thinking to myself, this is so stupid. We're going to find out anyway. And if somebody's going to make a decision based on, like, whether an organization can keep their mouth shut, especially when they take an entire week to make a decision. Remember, Kawhi didn't do it until after July 4th. It was like Chris Carter was giving updates. Remember that? Chris Carter was, like, the right. Right. reporter because he had, a really, he had the same agent or something. And, um, you know, whatever it was, it was like, it's just like, this is the modern media era. This cannot be the standard by which you are judged. But to me, there is a difference between, you know, uh, a report coming out and the, a forward-facing ambassador on the record talking about it. Right. right. Like, it's different. Like, when Magic Johnson went on the record with those clips, I think 
I think he went on record with me, right? I think that was it, if I remember right. Yeah, I think um, you. I think you did. I think I had that one. Um, so it all blends together, and I didn't want to tell him that that was a big flex. So I'm just going to pretend like I don't remember. Um, but I think he was with me, and I remember thinking to myself, like, I can't believe he's going on the record right now. I can't believe, like, this is not the rules of Kawhi Club, right? And it was the same thing. But Kawhi Leonard was going to the Clippers. I don't think he was ever going to the Lakers. I think that was all a charade. I think all they had to do was just all it was is leverage so that they would go get Paul George. And I, I thought he was always going to the Clippers. I never really believed the Lakers were in that one. And, and even in reporting on that story afterwards, I mean, it, it, it's, it's as simple as like when, when Kawhi met with the Lakers, he made them drive all the way from Manhattan Beach to where he was staying at the Four Seasons in Thousand Oaks, right? Yep. Whereas when he met with the Clippers, he went to them. He went to Doc Rivers' house in the Palisades. I know it sounds like stupid, but in LA, like who does the drive matters. Right. Who, you know, that's that's who has the leverage in the relationship, you know? I'll come to you this time. You know, I mean, you know, you have friends who will never come and see you, and I know that because I live in the valley, so no one ever wants to come see me. But the people who do, those are my real friends. You know? I'll be there someday. Know, yeah. Someday. One day. I know. Someday. Okay. So I um, Momo. Momo. Yeah. Do you have Yeah. I know you you talk to people and all this. Do you have a sense? Yeah. Is he is he Toronto? Is he Dodgers, what? It, it, it feels like Toronto, doesn't it? I mean, it, it feels like, it, it feels like, I, you know, I know JT Hornster for a while. He's covered the team forever and ever. Um, he's, you know, a daily news for a long time. I just don't think you go out on that big of a limb without, you know, like in poker we would call it the nuts, right? Like, yep. You don't, you don't go all in with pocket aces and not feel good about it. Like, it's just. It's, I, and I think the it reminds me, John. I think of. Do you remember when Dwight Howard was a free agent? Stay D twelve. Stay D twelve. Yeah. Remember Billboards. He goes to he goes to Aspen, Colorado, to make his decision. Like Dan, his agent Dan Fagan, the late Dan Fagan, had a had a house there, and he was like, "Well, I'm going to get you some time and some space. Let's get you out of L.A. and out of to clear your head to make this big decision." So he goes to Aspen. And there was this idea that he was going to make his decision. And when he chose Houston, they they kind of let Houston know, but they said, you can't you can't do anything. If this leaks and the deal's off, we're going to be really upset. Dwight's going to be really mad. He really wants to tell Mitch Kupchak in person. Do you remember this? Mm-mm. And he, flew, he was going to fly from Colorado to, to L.A. and tell Mitch in person at, like, Mitch's house in um, wherever Mitch lives, at, you know, the west side or something. And while he was in the air, somebody that Dwight told he was going to Houston, I think it was a, an associate, let's just say, um, you know, leaked the story. And I don't think they meant to leak it or whatever. If they just, you know, whatever it was, it was, it came in. I, I right. still remember all the chronology of that. Yeah. Janet yeah. Carr from the OC Register had something on it. Dwight Howard has made his decision, you know. And it was like those two hours his plane was in the air, everyone was getting the same kind of denials. He hasn't made a choice yet. He hasn't made a choice. Nothing's done. No team has been told. Here's what we know. Like, Shoei is yeah. not on a plane to Toronto right now. Confirmed well, by multiple sources. Yeah, okay, I, I think that's right. I think he's not on a plane. I think, because I called someone in Toronto too and they thought he was on a plane, but it was like the same, 
I heard that. I'm like, did you hear it from Twitter? And they're like, yeah. Yeah, there's a video clip of Otani walking through an airport that is now circulating saying this is him going to – I mean, we've reached silly season. But they also said that was in Toronto, that was at LAX, that was in Santa Ana. Yeah. Yeah. All right. uh, Well, Uh, Momo – the delay is probably about – hold on, I'm going to tell you something. I think the delay is probably more related to – Things that need to happen before a contract of this magnitude is really agreed upon. A physical? Rather than something like that. Something, you know, details, physical, something like that. Probably that as opposed to um, he he doesn't really know yet. I, I I believe the reporting that says he hasn't, that nothing's done. I believe that reporting. But I think there's some... There's, there's a, there'll be an explanation when it's all yeah. Said even done, when there's nothing signed, you can still have a decision made. That's that's the yeah the different thing. And yeah. things have to happen before you make a decision. It's like yeah. when you buy a house, like they approve your loan. You know, it's not approved until the bank funds it. Hey, Momo, I, I would come over to see you in the valley tonight, but I, I'm out of town. But I'm going to do it soon. I promise. Well, we're doing. I'm doing a Hanukkah party on Sundays. You know, I'm going to be making some latkes. Uh, what about uh, the challah? Chocolate challah. Can you bring chocolate challah oh, on I Monday? Got- uh, let me think about that. that. That sounds like something I could do. We I, love I, your challah. Ooh, I know. I do so owe you good. some chocolate chip challah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, Momo. All right, we're going to work on that. Happy Thank Hanukkah. you. Happy Hanukkah. All right, boys. All right. There's uh, Momo Shelburne. She's not very encouraging, is she? <laughs> well, she's just being honest, She though. says it's feeling like Toronto. But everything online has been saying Toronto undecided, for a month. Undecided. 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 Yeah, but not mo- in a plane. Not as a- really, there's only one person that's saying it's Toronto. Uh, no, everybody's kind of saying like, it. They're saying, well, they're all saying he was going to be on a flight. They are all saying it was one guy that said it's, it was done. It's Toronto. And everybody else is, was saying he was on a flight, which he wasn't. And now they're saying he's not on a flight. So we don't know anything other than what J.P. Hornshire told us. Right. That's it. And Momo says feeling like Toronto. Sure. Dave Roberts. All right. Uh, coming up next for you. What's up, fool? We're going to get hit with some stuff from uh, producer Brian, producer Laura, and corporate Greg. Mason in Ireland, 710 ESPN. Hey, who is ready for the weekend? Let's go. Let's roll. You probably got big plans. You're going to drive over to meet some buddies, or maybe you're going to drive over to the Momo's house in the valley. And bam, another car hits you. You got angry. You're frustrated. You ache a little. What should you do? You really need to ask me what you should do. You should call Jacob. Put this number in your phone, 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. Nobody, nobody plans on being in an accident, but when it happens, you got to immediately call Jacob. He and his team are available 24-7, so no matter the time, day, night, you can call Jacob from the scene. He and his team will walk you through the process. For example, taking photos of not just your car, but the other car too. Getting witnesses, phone numbers, and many other tips so you can strengthen your case. So before you head out this weekend, put Jacob's number in your phone. A lot of attorneys say they'll fight for you. Call Jacob, he'll win for you. 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. 844-24-JACOB. Or remember... Accident or injury. Call Jacob and Ronnie. Call Jacob. Calljacob.com. Don't forget, you can follow Jacob on Facebook and Instagram at call.jacob. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. 
Thanks, Morales. All right, so there's something really cool happening in L.A. It's not the Lakers. It's not something with the Dodgers. It's not something with the Rams. LAFC? Not something with LAFC, although those are all having really cool things. The Los Angeles Kings are maybe the hottest team in all of hockey right now. They are 11-0 to start the season on the road, which is an NHL record, I believe. And they're in second place Mm -hmm. in the Pacific Division at 16-4, playing really, really good hockey. When are we going to start paying attention to the Los Angeles Kings, Ireland? Well, I love the Kings. I, I, all, the, all the research that our bosses give us say if we spend a lot of time talking about hockey, you guys are going to turn us off. So that's the only reason. we. Mason and I both like the Kings. Yeah. We're, I would say we're not hockey fans as much as we're Kings fans. That's fair. So what and, bosses are you speaking of when yeah, you which say bo- that? Yeah, which boss? So Greg? Well, is it is Greg it one, Is it Morales? Is yeah, it well, Sam Pines? The, the, no, no, no. The, the two people that beat this into me were Mike Thompson yep. and Morales. Morales has researched. Morales told me once that the research indicates they don't want us talking about hockey. They don't want us having a lot of guests. They don't want us. I, I mean, it, and so it depends how much stock you put in that stuff. That doesn't mean we can't talk about them. Yeah, here's but the, uh, my my to my, to my knowledge, there's not been any recent research. I, I think yeah. you're talking about it's the pages totally fine. And by the way, we're uh, next Wednesday. We're doing Blades of Glory out here on the ice at uh, L.A. Live, and then we're going to the Kings game. See Kings in Winnipeg next Wednesday night at uh, Crypto. You will never Arena. make it to the Kings game if you participate oh. <laughs> in that skating. Expedition. The question is, should You'll I be practice? at the hospital? I asked practice. Juan, should I practice skating before I like sneak out to a rink and practice skating? Just well, then right, you'll just get hurt there. After the show today, just go downstairs and take a little lap. A little practice yeah. lap? It's Friday. Go downstairs. Yeah. I, Ireland, is it unfair if I practice before Blades of Glory? Uh, no, but I wouldn't even practice if I were you. You're, you're going to regret this. Yeah, you're uncoordinated and you're going to get hurt. <laughs> I am telling you, this is going to be my event. Figure skating. Go, Kings, go. What's up, fool? I had, I'm with John. I advise against this, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just, way to go, Brian. I kind of stirred that. Everybody's advising yes. against it? Yes. Beautiful. Mace, I, want you to I do cut it, Mace. your eyebrow. Okay. Like, you know. So is everybody against it? Everybody's against no, it? No, no. Yes. I want you to do it. Yeah, because I'm for it. <laughs> I mean, it'll be funny uh, to watch. That's the idea. It's right. a bit, Brian. So who's covering you for that week? Yeah, who's covering me for that week? It'll, it'll be Momo. Well, actually, John's out, so uh, uh, Momo, the Momo I'm or Andy. I'm in, I'm, I'm in Texas all next week, so uh, you need you 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 can't get hurt. It's bad timing. Mm-hmm. What's what that, there, bro? All right, guys. So the Oxford University Press word of the year has come out, and it is Riz. Oh yeah, and it's a slang term, and it uh, I got means, so much of that. It's yeah. crazy <laughs> style, romantic appeal, or charm. Yes. So my question, yeah, have you used this word Riz at all this year? You know, the only time I, I saw this word was uh, it uh, Shams was on Kay Adams' TV show, mm-hmm. and they accused him of being the Riz God because he uh, she likes him. Right. She, she's, she finds him attractive. So uh, that's my whole understanding of the word Riz and Riz God. Do you, do you use that word, Mace? I do. I use it all the time, uh, generally to describe myself. Um, of course. And no, I, here's the thing about nice. Riz. I never, I never actually use the term. In the afternoon show, they use it all the time, right? Cappy wants to have Riz. Yeah, it sounds and, like a Cappy term. Cappy likes to use words as he do, that he doesn't know what they mean. Correct. And just kind of he make it sound Riz like He throws Riz around a lot. Yeah. Let's face it. Everybody on this station has got some level of Riz. Otherwise, we wouldn't be on this station. Yes, mine's very True low. point. Yeah. What's up, fool? <laughs> who, has the, who has the most Riz here? 
Yeah, mm. at a station. Well, oh, Kaplan would charisma. say he does. I, w- I could agree with that. I he would has, say yeah. he has I a do. lot of charisma. I, would say I do. No, not you. So, is there another? Wow, person? that Whoa. is ridiculous. <laughs> you know who I would say? Yeah, just natural Riz. Yeah, Mario Ruiz. Oh, he's yeah. Oh, that's oh, a good one. Yeah. 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 He's, yeah, he's got, got Riz. He's got Riz. Yeah. 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 yeah, and he doesn't even have to work at it. He's just got natural charisma. Yep. What about Beto? Does Beto Duran? Beto's got Riz. Yeah, Beto's got some Riz. Got a little bit of Riz. Yeah, he's got Riz. He forces the Riz on you. He's got a nice little Riz hat. If you have to force Riz, it's not it's not Riz anymore. I know, but I feel you know. I'm just trying to give him a hard time because he's in here. What's that, fool? Okay, so December is one of my favorite times. No, I'm not in charge. The the microphones are on, Beto. Go away. Anyways, uh, favorite time of the year because my mom loves to make tamales. But if you don't have someone that can make you tamales, like my mama, you guys can go to the Long Beach International Tamales Festival this Mm, weekend. It's going down. Yes. And you can try many different kinds of like Latin cuisine tamales because the Mexican tamales, Salvadorian tamales are very different. So if you guys are interested in that, it's going down at the Long Beach City College. Um, I would advise you guys to go because you're going to have different varieties of different types of cuisine. And, I mean, who doesn't love tamales? So, Laura, are you going to bring us some of your mama's tamales? So, I already got asked in the morning for Travis and Slee. So, I feel like if, I ha- if I'm bringing in for them, I have to bring it for you guys. Like, Absolutely. duh. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Well, you're yes. a part of this show now, so yeah. you have to bring in. And also, her mom's tamales are very, very are they? good. Yeah. They Laura, are, very are good. you going to Long Beach for the tamale festival? I actually work, so I cannot okay. yeah, go. Yeah, I can't either. And Mason's mm-hmm. going to be in Vegas where I am. Yeah, so I'm going to be in Vegas. Brian, it's on you. Yeah, that's right down Brian. my neck of the woods, there you too. Go. So, yeah, man, Brian. Give us some tamales. Complete report on Monday about the tamale festival. Bring us some tamales. Yeah, please do. Was there a question that got involved with that? No, no not really. I just okay. wanted to let you guys like know. A, a, what, you need Here's to know kind of thing? Here's a tamale okay. section. Well, <laughs> that and because um, I wanted to advertise my mom's, and I will be bringing nice. my mom's tamales to you guys. Excellent. You know, just Excellent. What's that, fool? Yeah, I got one more for you guys if you want. I saw a study a couple days ago that said pasta actually makes you happier. Mm. That eating pasta scientifically makes True. you happier. So my question to you guys too. is, what food item do you eat that... Well, you know, hit those pasta. brain waves. Pasta, pasta, pasta. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, I, I've eaten pasta three times this week. I had spaghetti and meatballs last night. I had spaghetti and calamari the night before, and then I had spaghetti and uh, shrimp. I love I, pasta. I'm good for all the time. Fills me up. Makes me feel happy. I say pasta. For me, it's mac and cheese, which I guess would be kind of a pasta, right? Yeah, yeah no, it's pasta. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. The macaroni is a pasta. Yeah, noodles. There you go. Yeah. What uh, about you? I chocolate chip cookies. I have a chocolate chip cookie every single morning from Illy, and I shouldn't. Every, every morning. Every morning. Every single. Yeah. Wait till you get a little morning. older. No, no, no. Stop. It's bad. I need to stop. I even tell the ladies at Illy, like, don't let me have any more, but they give them to me anyway. <laughs> You're paying. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they, I told them, don't let me. Even if I say I want it, don't let me, and they give it to me anyway. But yes, chocolate chip, chocolate chip cookies. All right. There you have it. Uh, all right, there's your. I, I'm just I'm monitoring the Twitter machine like crazy, and the last tweet we have about Shohei Otani is the Nightingale tweet, last credible tweet. Shohei Otani not in Toronto. Shohei Otani not on a flight to Toronto. Otani is at home in Southern California. Did you see what Jim Bowden said? One more time, Otani is not in Toronto. There's no agreement anywhere. No decision is in, imminent. People need to stop lying and guessing. He has hey. not made his decision. Again, carry on. Greg, let me ask you a question. Yes. Do you actually listen to the show that you're on? Sometimes. 
Depends on the day. I Do don't... you not know I read that tweet word oh, for word? No, about... I, think, I think this is okay. This is just an update. I read the Nightingale tweet Yeah, the Nightingale tweet has been read are, four or five times. For people okay, that are just I, here's, tuning in. Here's new news. Are you ready? Yes. There's a CBC photographer mm-hmm. at the Pearson Airport, which is the airport in Toronto right now. He confirms new reports that Otani was not on the private jet that everyone has been tracking. In fact, the jet was carrying Robert Hersevec from Shark Tank and his family. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's amazing. So the plane everyone's been following. Really carrying the guy from Shark Tank. Who is Tank. that guy? Like Mr. Wonderful? No, no. He's, he has much better hair than Mr. Wonderful. Hersevec's uh, the Canadian dude that... Uh, that sits on the far left end. Or if you're looking at it on TV, oh, the right, far right, right end. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. My dad used to watch that show like crazy. Um, all right. Uh, coming up next for you, how long, and we'll keep you up to date on everything, how long should you wait before you sleep with somebody you're dating? How about just a complete left a turn? Very good question. That's complete left question. turn today. We'll do it next. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN.